0: What is up, everybody? This is episode seven of DWC. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, as well as Amazon Music and everything else that we are out on. You can always follow us on Twitter, DWC two thousand and twenty two, and on Instagram, Defense Wins Championships two thousand and twenty two. Uh, we will be posting during the games, and we'll also be making some bets and posting those bets. We have a little tradition on like the night game, Sunday, Monday. Thursday night, throw a little fiver on, first touchdown. We've hit one so far. Hopefully we can continue to uh, hit for you guys and bring some coin home for the boys and gals that gamble. Um, But, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get into the noteworthy games. We only have four, I think. There's a lot of dumb shit that happened and a lot of, like, predictable shit that happened. Uh, The bad teams lost. And some of the bad teams won, and that's the one. So we'll be well—not bad teams, but I'm about to say mid, mid, mid,
1: mid, 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 mid teams. Relax. So let's go ahead and get into the first one. All right, is this the mid team you were talking about? The Seahawks at the Bengals. The Bengals won seventeen to thirteen in this. Yeah, game. the battle of the mid is what I was <laughs> talking about. Hey, you had the Seahawks not winning the division, or did you? No, I had him winning the division. Oh, that's sick. More <laughs> made you... the Rams downfall. Yeah, what made you pick that? Are you more okay, so before we even get into this game, this is a question for you that I just thought of. Are you more confident in the Rams right now or the Seahawks to take that second place spot in the division?
0: Man, that's tough. Like the Seahawks. The Seahawks should not have lost. The Seahawks and the Rams did two dumbass things. They both should not have lost to the Bengals at all.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they uh, did that.
0: Um, The thing about the Seahawks, I I don't know what's like. Yeah, they have Geno Smith. And Geno Smith has done like an insane 180 turnaround from what we've known. Geno Smith from like the New York Jets days. That shit was awful. Um, so
2: I don't like, and I'm a, you know, I'm a Matt Stafford fan, so I think, I think the Rams are going to take,
0: take that second spot. Oh, I think they are. I think they're going to do Rams things and I think they're going to smack this trade deadline. The two people they already got, uh, from the Steelers are already doing way better than they were on the Steelers, so. I'm gonna chop that up to coaching. I mean, Kevin Ooh, Dotson sweet. is one of the highest graded ins- interior offensive linemen as of last week. So he's been hooping. And y'all, y'all know. I mean, you guys didn't know on the podcast, but my friends know. Reed knows. I was a huge Kevin Dotson fan. That was my guy. I was a I was a big fan of him. So yeah, I think that I think the Rams are gonna take that. They, uh I was, nobody was expecting Puka, and now that Cooper Cup is back, uh, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to vie for, like, get a running back in this trade deadline, bro. If they could get
2: No, I hope they don't get no one.
1: I'd be in. You were a Rams Ooh. fan. I wouldn't say a fan, but I have Kyron Williams, so I don't want them to get anybody when he comes bro, back. Kyron's supposed to miss multiple weeks. Yeah, multiple versus. Rams, Rams don't like waiting, bro. If we learned anything
0: from Sean McVay,
1: that's true. not like waiting.
0: You are not lying. It's, and I think, I think both. Well, the Seahawks could have capitalized this with the winner and the Bengals, but I think the Rams are smelling blood in the water now that they just saw the fucking 49ers lose to the Browns. Yeah, uh, I
1: would put it past the Rams we can, we to we can end take up this division, bro. Uh, yeah, that's all they needed a little. A little loss here and there. Give him some confidence to jump back in there. All right, let's get into this breakdown of this game. Game What did you see from Joe Burrow that gives you confidence? The game was ass (laughs) on both sides, bro, both sides. Um,
0: Geno Smith was doing terrible, terrible throws, terrible decision-making.
1: Hey, what did Um, I say? What did I say in the preseason episode? Once a backup, always a backup. This man's not going to win anything important in this league. He nice, bro. But the the Seahawks, this is more of a testament to
0: both defenses, but more so the Bengals. Uh, Geno Smith literally could not get into his uh, drop-back steps without somebody, B.J. Hill, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, getting in the backfield and causing pressure. Um, I don't know if the Seahawks' line is hurt, but they were – Pretty good last year, and I don't think they lost anybody significant. Uh, they did have two rookies last year playing, um, so you would think that another year under their belt that they'd be better. But the Bengals' pass rush is insane, um, and they've always they've always been known to blitz. So I think once you once you smell blood in the water, they just start blitzing. It's just going to be hell. Um, but they made some key mistakes. Pete Carroll went for it when they should have kicked a field goal. Um, get some points on the board And it could have led to them winning the game With just a little field goal Because they lost Both of, both of the turnover downs were in the red zone So Terrible job I, Terrible, terrible job Bengals this is, this is just like the Rams, bro Y'all should not have won this shit Y'all should hey. not The offense was ass Run game, ass I think Joe Mixon had like 30 yards Bro threw under 200 35, 24, 35 under 200 pick like this is this is not viable for you to take back the division. You won, but you're still last. So you need to (laughs) you're not showing me any progression on home field. You're not showing me any progression that you guys are making to get back into uh, contention because this division, the division is still wide open. You have three teams that that are that have three wins. Two of them have already had their buy. Three teams have three wins, and the other one has and the Ravens have four. Because we're on our buy, and the Browns are on our buy. We're on their buy, so
1: it's, it's just divisions for anybody, bro. But it's just uh, <laughs> like good. Like to me, it's a good win from the Bengals because they were outgained, they were outplayed the entire game, pretty much. So when you can get a win in that situation, it's always a good win. Obviously granted, they shouldn't have won this game. Um, A few mistakes by the Seahawks here and there. But I think there is room for concern considering how the offenses look for the Bengals. And like you said, the AFC North is wide open. And all three teams have defenses that can shut down the offense for the Bengals. The Browns do it consistently, Joe Woods or no Joe Woods. So now that we have legit like the number one defense in the um NFL, and then Baltimore has like the number three defense or something, so Pittsburgh, they're always going to be disruptive, and in division games they act like they're the number one defense in the in the NFL, so since this isn't this doesn't feel like the normal um like the last two years where the browns have been injured or they just fuck up the big games like or Baltimore is injured and they start dropping off. It doesn't feel like that this year, does it?
0: No, it's just it's just weird seeing like you rarely see this happen of a team that has been, you know, was consistently by by like what two three years was winning the division, making playoff deep runs and then just go to shit. But well,
1: yeah, I mean
0: I mean obviously it's outside forces like Burrow getting hurt or whatnot, but y'all know my philosophy. If you're on the fucking field, I expect you to play. And I really you haven't been doing that.
1: Yeah, well, I think he's pretty much almost hundred percent at this point. Um to me, the Seahawks win was big because they play the 49ers and Bills next. And I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say these next two games is their season. Is, is the that... Seahawks season? No, no, no. I'm the, saying the, the Bengals the play Rangers. the 49ers and Bills. Oh. They go to the 49ers this week, and then they go. they play the Bills at home. But if they drop these two games, I really don't think the season is in their favor anymore. No. Like, this I mean, is, to me, their season, like these next two weeks. Yeah. They have to split, in my opinion. And we'll talk about the 49ers in the next game, but, like, after a bad loss, teams usually bounce back. The 49ers are not going to be happy at all. (laughs) Yeah. So it's looking like the Bills. But I think the Bengals, this just doesn't feel, and I think me and you have been saying this all season, it doesn't feel like the same thing. From the last two years, how they've started out like one and two or one and three, and then they came back and won like 10 straight games. This year's a little different because the offense looks a little more stagnant. I think defenses have caught up a little bit. And also, um, the Bengals have, I think, the hardest schedule left in football. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens also. So, good news for the Steelers and Browns the Ravens and Bengals play the hardest schedules in football the rest of the way. So, because the I mean it's a, it's going to be interesting but I mean this was a good win from them from a week to week standpoint though I think they needed it
2: Um let's move
1: on to the next game the game that I was at over the weekend the mm-hmm. 49ers at the Browns the Browns ended up sneaking a win 19 to 16 with PJ Walker how you feeling
0: about that oh, game? Oh man, this is uh another another one of the uh noteworthy games that should not have happened. <laughs> um, this should this, I was in
2: disbelief. Um this is that
0: shit was crazy. Of course it was gonna once it led to a uh, field goal for the win, rookie kicker, Michigan boy, Jake Moody i was like bro he's about to miss this shit <laughs> and sure enough he did miss it um the browns the browns defense and we're gonna get into this later the browns defense is it's fucking legit bro it <laughs> pains it pains me to say it they have to me top three defense I don't really know. I, there's not, to me, there's not really a number one defense because that makes
1: sense. It's a week to week league.
0: Yeah. It's a week to week league. Like the defense that is amazing this week can fucking lose next week and get blown out. Fucking the Steelers had two great defensive games and then the fucking, or one great defensive game and then the fucking Texans hung 30 on us. Like, you know, anything can happen. Um, what people were trying to get away with um, and I you know, I took my hat out to, to the Browns. This is the only time you'll ever get some kind of gratification from me So for all you little Browns fans that have little praise kinks this is all this is all you get this is all you get from me you guys you guys you guys did your shit, man, they did their shit p j Walker is still ass, but. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were able to he do your thing. There's a lot of talk about. I think the the Browns just had just played with insane heart. It was, it was, um, added bonus that they were home, but they played with the insane heart. The offensive line was fucking phenomenal. Uh, going against that, yeah, um, treacherous D line of the 49ers, uh, there was a lot of, Talks about the offensive line for the Browns being on fraud watch. And they showed up, man. They were pushing people around. Green Hunt was able to have a good game, was able to find holes. Um and they you know, they did their thing. Um a lot of people in the for talking about the forty ers Oh fucking. you know, any any offense is gonna stat be stagnant or uh, not produce as much once they lose their they start running back christian mccaffrey and then lose debo samuel but it's not like you lost everybody you still have brandon Ayuk. um he still had george kittle too Oh, well, george kittle's a pro bowl um all pro tight end and yeah like brandon Ayuk is the best wide receiver on the team um brock purdy still had um time he was under duress but he still had time to throw still had time to make his reads um and he just couldn't get it done a lot of people had brock purdy Top ten MVB, MVP considerations, and I think the Browns dropped him down on that. Uh yeah, you're I'm not, you know, he is the last pick in the draft. You know, I'm not calling him Tom Brady, but Tom Brady was as well. Um if you're a starting quarterback, you've been you've been undefeated until now, uh, um, when you play a full game, you know, I expect you To be able to win the game against PJ Walker and the Browns. Um no matter what happens. And they just they just couldn't get it done. Just could not get it done. Shout out to Browns and their defense, man. This this I think this is moving forward. I think this is the Browns' identity. I think this is how they're gonna win games. I don't from what I've seen from You know, if you saw PJ Walker out there, and even when Deshaun comes back, from what I've seen, uh, I don't see it likely that you guys will, you know, it won't, I don't think it'll be a heavy offensive game. I think your defense, just like the Steelers, I think your defense will win you games by getting three and outs because you guys don't get turnovers,
1: which is super weird. It's that, that just shows how good our defense really is because we're bottom in the league in turnovers and we're still the number 1 defense by a mile through EPA and every other stat yards it's actually kind of crazy to even think about this is this is something i've been waiting for my entire life as a browns fan to be able <laughs> yeah, to say that, that bad we bad. Have, we have a not even going to the game and seeing a win for the first time in fucking probably a decade but like just to see like, we got some dogs on this team. Like, no fucking doubt. And then, I didn't even know because they didn't release the video, but they fucking walked out of the tunnel. The whole defense walked out of the tunnel with a boombox on their shoulder. If you don't know, Debo Samuel and the 49ers do it every fucking game. Um, There was a big fight pregame. So, you know, we were lit Um, until, uh, what's his name, showed up. Trent Williams showed up in the fight. Everyone was like, all right me fighting this man (laughs) the funniest part though was it was a db it was the browns dbs and the receivers for the 49ers so it was just kind of like just women bickering you know how dbs and wide receivers are they're the yes and then trent williams comes out of nowhere and smokes elijah Moore. i was like what the fuck (laughs) but i mean that hyped us up even more so i don't know that i mean our defense played like the perfect game and we talked about this the week before um obviously i didn't expect the browns to win this game at all i don't think anyone did there was only yeah. a few people that probably actually put money on it yeah, to win but um we talked about how purdy hasn't faced a defense that runs man more than probably 30 to 40% of the time
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: And the Browns run it about 70% of the time. And we talked about how Purdy's good at finding the pockets in the zone. But when he faces a team that can get to the QB quickly and make him throw it quick against man coverage, this is what we got. The weather was poor. He, Purdy, I will say, Purdy's stats don't show like what he actually did. Because when I was at the game, there was a few plays that I was like, holy shit, how did he even get the ball there? Because our D-line was in his face all day. And there was one throw specifically that could have put the game away early. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was like a deep post to Ayuk. And Denzel Ward was late on it. Um, and Ayuk just dropped it. And that would have been a just a touchdown. And it, they would have gone up 14 nothing. Luckily, he dropped that for us. But. I mean, I don't know how the hell Purdy even got it out, because he was getting hit as he threw it. He waited as long as he could and then chucked it up there. But, but, yeah, I mean, they were still in position to win at the end of this game. The Browns outplayed him in pretty much every facet, which I don't think I've ever seen, let alone see against the 5-0 and number one consensus team
3: mm-hmm.
1: in the NFL. But, I mean, I don't think the 49ers have anything to worry about. This is like an anomaly for a defense that they faced. And just like Shanahan said, um, I think the week before they played, he, he didn't joke like the media was kind of joking to him. He said something like, uh, I'm more worried. He actually said this. He was like, I'm more worried about this week than I was last week about the Cowboys' defense. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of laughing it off because it's the fucking Browns and Deshaun Watson hasn't been playing. But, I mean, I guess the the 9-1 is true from Schwartz. Schwartz just shuts down Shanahan, apparently. And it was by far the best football game I've ever been to. Because we don't get lucky breaks where people miss field goals like that, especially easy ones. I hugged every single Browns fan next to me at that game. Yeah, when the games
0: had, had to be goal. had to be crazy. I, you know, I say, and the Browns, the Browns. I don't know if uh, you know the coaches or you know we get we get listeners from Cleveland, so you know I don't know if we, uh, you know, the coaches tuned into the DWC mm-hmm. podcast, but and uh, Reed knows I've been a big advocate bro. If you if you know the the cards are stacked against you, it was fucking like. Minus 400 for the 49ers to win, bro. What do you have to lose? Get yeah. together, play like some fucking dog, get after it. I think, You never uh, know what
1: happens. Last thing I'll say on this game is whatever you think about Kevin Stefanski, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> this was by far one of his best games ever as the coach for the Browns. Game planning, um, the creativity in the run game was ridiculous. This man's been – he's been setting this up for weeks, though, but the touchdown run from Kareem Hunt was a pitch play by Harrison Bryant. And he's been using Harrison Bryant to come in in motion and then do QB sneaks, basically, with Bryant instead of Deshaun or P.J. Walker. But it was like they had Kareem offset of the QB to the left, and they had Harrison Bryant come in through motion and then snap and pitch it to him out wide. I was like, this man Stefanski is in his bag right now.
3: Um, it was a
1: flag fest, and the game lasted fucking forever. Yeah, Penalties on both sides. <laughs> there was 25 total penalties, 13 and 12. It was fucking ridiculous either way. The, ref, the rest were horrible. I'm not going to lie. If you thought one bad call went well, one way for the Browns, it also went the other way for the 49ers. It was just back and forth. It was awful. Um, and we let them know too. No, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was a great game. Fucking glad I could go see it. Uh, you don't get to see many football games like that ever. No, especially with the you know how uh, it w- it was
0: supposed to go. You guys were probably supposed to get fucking blown out.
1: Yeah, nine and a half point dogs. Not many dogs from six and above point spreads, win those games. Well, especially when you have P.J. Walker at QB.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, let's move on to probably one of the more entertaining games, I would say, of the week. The Eagles at the Jets. The Jets won 20-14 to in another underdog win (laughs) against an undefeated team.
0: Yeah, dude, if you... uh... You would have made some serious coin, bro, if you fucking bet <laughs> on the on the little Jets and uh, Browns parlay win, bro. You put like a couple grand on that. You would have made a lot That's of crazy of money. Um, same, like I said, with the with the Browns. Same thing with the Jets, man. The Jets get after it. They get after it. Defense, defense wins championships. Um, and I think, and we're gonna get into this a little bit later but defense defenses have been killing it this season uh there's been some shite QB play uh and a lot of a lot of defenses capitalize on I'm seeing a lot of more blitzes and people just getting after it getting after the ball and just hoping if you put your regardless of how good or bad your offense is You're gonna walk away with points if you put your offense in a good situation. If you back up the opposing offense far enough, you know no punter can punt a thousand yards. So you'll get and you get a good punt return or whatnot. You'll get uh, good yards. All all they need is one. All they need is one slip up, and you know that's seven on the board or that's three on the board. So Jets just did their thing. Nobody stays undefeated forever, but I did not think that the Eagles and the 49ers would lose this week.
1: Um, would you say uh, the Jets have the second-best defense in football?
0: Definitely top three. I just told you I don't fucking rank defenses.
1: But, like, all right, so, like, a rotating top five. Like, the Jets, the Browns have been probably the two most consistent yeah. defenses. Yeah.
0: Given their circumstances, they're definitely the best best defenses. I mean, the Jets were able to do this without Sauce and DJ Reed. It's
1: going to be nasty work seeing the Jets and Browns in the AFC Championship. That's just not going to happen. Defense <laughs> wins championships. I'm telling you, that's not happening. Bro. Aaron Rodgers versus Deshaun Watson. The NFL that is, is not that happening. is that is the NFL's worst nightmare. NFL is not worst. letting
0: delusional Aaron Rodgers and fucking the Browns get into. <laughs>
1: Fucking championship! No Vax Rogers, and uh, Massage Man Watson. Yeah, it ain't no way. Hey, about to go crazy. That will be
0: the nastiest AFC championship <laughs> ever.
1: That's not happening. All right, can we talk about your boy? Because I'm having an issue here. Six what do you mean, my boy, Jalen Hurts? Man, let's talk about it. He looks. He looks kind of frantic. What's I don't. Say? I don't know I, I, discuss, I discuss the second year when you have a breakout year. The second year as a QB is always the most important and it's always the most telling. Can you you don't even have to like I don't expect players the second year that after their breakout, like their best year ever. I don't expect the next year to be like that high of a level of like playing. I just expect you to be able to like temper it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta be at least Good enough to stick close to that level to be a superstar qB in this league, in my opinion, like everyone anyone can have a fucking year where they're close in the m v p race, you know what I mean,, mm-hmm. but it's what you do after that when teams start catching on or respecting you per se, I guess, and Jalen hurts has struggled
3: yeah mightily uh, I mean I, I would
1: say he's. He has been one of the weakest parts of the Eagles so far this year.
0: Yeah, I don't. The Eagles' offense, I think they're really missing. Um, Steichen. Steichen. I always want to say Strickland, bro. Steichen. <laughs> I think I think they're really missing Steichen. He he was everything to this offense because the Eagles are so inconsistent. Either they'll have fucking, you know, they'll have. 20 yards rushing, or they'll have 30. Like, DeAndre Swift was fucking... Oh, I think he might have ended, if not close to negative rushing yards. But fantasy helped him with the... If you're in PPR. Uh, if you didn't have him... If you don't have PPR, league, you had Swift. Yeesh. But, yeah, I don't... They, they, they're so inconsistent, and I don't think they know what they want to do. I don't know if they want to pass or if they want to just be run heavy. The only thing, the only thing they are locked in on is that touch push. That's that's about it. Yeah.
1: that's the only
0: thing they're I, locked in on.
1: I don't really understand why they threw it forty-five times in this game. I mean, i I get it
0: because they didn't have the Jets didn't have both of their uh, starting corners. But you know, hats off to Salah. I'm a big fan. I'm a fan of Robert Salah. Um, he's kind of a people pleaser, but the but man, that man gets after it. He's yeah, like he's, a he's like a Dan Campbell, and like I would definitely love to play
1: for solid. Yeah, he's starting to change my mind a little bit, honestly. Oh, you're a a solid hater. I wasn't like a solid hater. I just never believed in the Jets, but the Jets kind of remind me of the Browns. Like it's just like, yeah, we have no consistent. QB play at all, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and that wear and tear is horrible to see to anybody. Um, Dan Campbell's the same way. I don't hate Dan Campbell at all. I think he's also to me, Campbell isn't. I think Sala's a better coach than Campbell mm-hmm. in terms of like X's and O's, but Campbell might have a step up on motivational coaching and like overall like coaching aspects and yeah. Well, Salah's a people pleaser. So. Yeah, um, we can hear so many. Hey, times Salah was him. talking that shit in the presser.
0: No, oh, no, he 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 gets it after <laughs> it. Um, the only thing he annoys me with, the, I, I understand why he has to do it, but the fucking the Zach Wilson talks us about it. But um, they did their thing, man. And Brees Bree Hall is fucking continues to be phenomenal. It's almost, I will say
1: like, I twelve Dalvin Cook. I will say 12 carries is crazy. He needs more. He needs yeah. 20 a game. Oh, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett, get your shit together.
0: Um, And uh, C.J. Mosley is looking like one of the best linebackers in the fucking NFL. That's my dog. He has like been, been know. for a while. Yeah, no, roll tide. Yeah, but
1: now it's he's... has been injured. Played. Injury issues, yeah. and he was on the Jets. Like, once he left the Ravens, it's just like any, like... Smaller, worse team, it's like you're not going to talk about him because he's on their team. So, yeah, Tremaine Edmonds. Well, the fucking Bears are actually ass, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, the Eagles, I think, like, I think, like you said on the 49ers, I think the Eagles would be fine. They just have to figure out what identity they want to run with. Uh, I like the, you got to have a balance. Uh, they'll like, do all runs and they'll do all passes um you're gonna have to figure this out because the nfc i mean there's still there's a lot of bad teams but you know you gotta have to be able to figure this out for for the 49ers you will, you'd rather be 100 percent prepared against the 49ers than to be lacking and have them go and then smack you around so i think eagles will be fine jets uh jets like the browns their their defense is going to have to um, continue this streak and step up for when the offense is faltering um due to injuries and due to poor play but this is it seems like so far right now in this season, I don't think this would work last season, but this season,
1: um defenses have been carrying a lot of teams. I think I was about to say. Um, we'll get to the Dallas Chargers game next, but I was about to say we need to have a segment on offensive struggles and short shortened distance um, struggles from offenses, mm-hmm. like all in one. Like eventually, like the next two weeks, we need to figure out a segment for that because defense has ruled the fucking day for the first six weeks of football. Litch. Yeah, I fuck heavy with it.
0: When you have a good defense.
1: Yeah. If you of don't course. have a
0: good one then <laughs> it's ass.
2: hmm All right, let's go to the was it the Monday? Sunday night game.
1: Right? Am I tweaking? Monday night game. Dallas oh, versus Dallas versus the Chargers. The, the Cowboys won twenty to seventeen on the road. How are we feeling about this? Man, Justin sold. Justin sold. Um, I haven't seen like normally i'm I'm with the players. I'm, I'm usually the first to blame coaching in a way. Mm-hmm. But man, Justin did not look like Justin Herbert. He, he was missing. I mean Keenan Allen should have had 300 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, he was missing cannon a lot.
0: He know. was wide open all day. How how much is that finger affecting the arm throw? You know, he, the... a, he was taking uh, snaps under center, which he never did uh, because of his hand. But then he just was like fucking and started taking shotgun snaps.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was sailing everything though. You know what I mean? It was never a short throw. Well, there was a few, but he was under pressure. But he was overthrowing Keenan like yeah. all, all night. Like I don't know what was going on there. Um, the two, the biggest things that stuck out to me in this game were Herbert overthrowing or missing receivers late because he missed Eckler on the goal line mm-hmm. late. Um, and Mike McCarthy's game management. The time management is just <laughs> horrible. Like, I can't even... The end of the half made me want to fucking headbutt my TV. Like, actually. I don't know how someone gets in position to be the coach for supposedly America's team, and he can't even handle the last 40 seconds and a half. I just don't understand.
0: Yeah, some of this, it's... I feel like, um, you know, some some coaches have... Their ways, and they're gonna die by their ways. But I feel like time management is just so easy to fix—not easy to fix, but it's like one of the, a fixable thing. And it is. He just is a fucking moron. Um, I will give you know tips off the deck The end of that game, he was cooking. DAC played well. That, that rollout on the right wells stretch. That that rollout on the
1: right. How is well a stretch? Need... He missed nine passes. I need he got more. sacked five times. I need more. You need more? I and need guess more. what? They finally used his fucking legs again.
0: Isn't that crazy? Him on the, him on the rollout to, uh, to CD was lit. CD had a big game. Um, it was funny. Huge. That that uh, Jerry Jones was like, I'm not really concerned about getting CD the ball. And then they fed that motherfucker. They still... Not enough, though. Like, I think his targets still were, like, low. Seven. for your, your seven number targets, one seven favorite. catches. But Dak uh, has been known to, like, spread the wealth around. Brandon Cook scored. Um,
1: except they for Brandon Cook.
0: And he didn't really fucking fuck with him. So that annoys me. But the Cowboys... Overall, I think the, uh, especially that Tony Pollard fucking catch and run on the deck, like fuck it ball, which he was, that was elite of him to find Tony on all that mess. Um, Tony scrambled for like 60 something yards. I don't know how the fuck he got hocked Cause he's fast as shit. Yeah. But, Pollard's
1: been underwhelming. You
0: know, just like somebody, like one of us said, you know, you <laughs> know, I, I said Tony Pollard wasn't going to be him, but you know, I got cussed out for it, mm-hmm. but um this I knew is like one of one of the teams in my head I was like one of these teams is gonna win and this I'm just not gonna be happy about it. Like it should have been a fucking like every time we and, and we need to stop, you know, sports betters, we need to stop doing this. We're like, oh bruh, this game's gonna be a shootout, and then it's just poop. And it's just the under just smacks, bro. Under has been a hit all season. And it's nasty. The one time we thought we were going to get a shootout, and it started off like it was like fireworks, bro. Like, that was boom, fucking
1: boom. two back to back touchdowns, and we were like, bet. That is was sick. Okay,
0: everything's about to hit. Keenan was already hooping. I was like,
1: yards. Well, you TD know what it is? Hooping. You know what it was? It's the fucking short yardage downs. Because both teams decided to go for it on fourth down like two or three times. Yeah. And they just ran the dumbest fucking plays, or they just couldn't convert. If they would have converted the fourth downs, we're talking like a fucking 31 to 24 game, and they would have smacked over. How many times did we see them in the red zone just fuck up? They're like, oh. Daly loves going for it on fourth. We're not taking the points. We're going to call a stupid fucking play, and then we're going to let the other team have the ball. Yeah, both, you know, I still hate Carthy
0: as a play caller, but both of these scripted plays, man, they were hooping, <sighs> fucking with gas, and then they just went <clears throat> to shit. Um, Cowboys, can I really say anything nice about
1: the Cowboys, man?
2: Yeah, I thought they played well.
1: Conservative, they they're-, they're just, like, Dak had his best game of the season.
0: Micah finally got involved. He's been fucking non-existent the last past two weeks, and he finally got involved. Um, yeah. This is this is how the Cowboys are going to have to win these kind of games. Um, I don't I don't see them putting up forty. Any Not minutes. against the good teams. No, we call them the Chargers a good teams. <laughs>
1: well, no, their defense is actually lackluster, but I don't think the, Cowboys What's the defense have defense had coach, what the defensive head coach by the way. Yeah, I just I thought it was a good win for the Dallas Cowboys. I think it was a bad loss for the Chargers, in my opinion. Yeah, Chargers, this ain't this ain't gonna be the only bad loss y'all get, by the way. No, I mean they've already had one. Well, they they're actually two and three, so they've had three bad losses. They lost to
0: who
2: the fuck? Should they have lost, lost to
1: the fucking Vikings. Yeah, you're right. They should be fucking one and four right now. <laughs> That's crazy. They lost to the Titans. They just two,
0: two, uh, two coaches with terrible time management. They always go forward and forth. Oh, didn't man. convert their shit. It was just, it was just, it was just the fucking Spider Man meme.
1: Yeah, that, is... that bad coach
0: pointing at bad coach.
1: And then that fourth down on their own, like thirty yeah. that they went for and didn't get. Oh my god, short this yardage is... plays, man.
0: And I usually say this about players doing this when they play bad or when they play terrible, this is for the coaches. Y'all are going to get fired if you, keep doing, <laughs> if you keep doing this. If you do
1: this, y'all will get fired. Some deserve to get fired, honestly.
0: Yeah, but they won't. You know, the NFL <laughs> looks, looks down upon you now. You don't be firing these coaches. who are yeah, still on payroll. Still it on makes payroll? sense. I mean, the the last two years, though. It was just like fire, 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 fire. Sending the fucking Cliff Kingsbury big ass contract fired. Like everybody was getting fucking canned. Yeah.
2: And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I wish they would have done that next year so more coaches can get fired. But shout out to Cowboys, bro. Listen, like hey, I Lance. said, this is one of the few gratifications you'll get from me. Y'all still yeah. suck.
1: <laughs> all right, shall we go to the headlines since that segment took an hour?
0: <laughs> 40 minutes, 40 minutes, 40 minutes, 40 minutes.
1: All right, let's fly through these headlines. Let's Kyla Murray is officially activated. Let's do,
0: let's do all, the, all, the, all, the, all the injuries. and So Kyla Murray and Jalen Ramsey, Kyla Murray is activated practicing, tweeted that he's practicing. Jalen Ramsey dropped the maternity pics, the face shots that he's practicing. Um, 21, 21 day. Um, what is that called? 21 day window. Window. 21 day window is open for both of them. Yep. I I don't think I'll see them this week. Probably like a next week kind of thing. Especially with two like premier positions. corner. Well, Jalen
1: won't be back. Might be Daniel said so Jalen Ramsey won't be back till week 10. Yeah. At so, the, at the earliest, but Kyler could be back this week. He could be back next week. To me, Kyler is the bigger news because how well the Cardinals have played against teams so far. I think he will get them some wins. Yeah, and they'll... hopefully he's locked in. We'll I, I think he's locked in. People are saying like he is, so it boosts all the stock for
0: any pass catchers for. The Cardinals, uh, obviously, it would be better if Kyler was coming back with James Conner, but James Conner is on IR, so he'll be out for, they said, four to six weeks. But Kyler is coming back, so Marquise Brown, Michael Wilson, Zachary Stock will be rising. Uh, Rondell Moore, um, whoever that bum is. No, I'm just playing. I like Rondell Moore. Uh, God they've been They've been throwing some stuff with him in the backfield. I think that's very clever. So, Cardinals. Y'all not tanking, but you still gonna have a top 10 pick, but maybe top five. No, there's a lot of bad teams, man. You might get like a top eight. So, Kyler's coming back, Jalen Ramsey's coming back. Um, two teams that really need both of these players. So, let's hope that they're able to be healthy and be able to hoop. I like, I love watching Kyler Murray play. No, you know, I shit on Kyler Murray because he. Gets paid all this money and he stays like not locked in. It's yeah. very ungrateful. But I do like watching him play. I like watching Jalen Ramsey play. I like watching defense. I like watching corners. Especially corners that talk shit. I think that shit is funny as hell. So I think th- I think this will be uh this will be good for the league. And
1: I'm we'll good to see two
0: superstars come back. Love to see it.
1: All right, let's go to the opposite of that. Two injured players, Anthony Richard, Richardson, and the Colts are deciding to take a season ending in surgery, which is probably the right route. They want to mm-hmm. be fully healthy. They said they don't know if he'll be right completely if they go the opposite direction, which mm-hmm. we saw with Andrew Luck. They probably, I think the Andrew Luck thing kind of plays a factor into this, and they're taking care of their starting QB now, mm-hmm. which is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Deshaun Watson finally speaks to the media for the first time in two weeks. And he has a micro-tear in his rotator cuff. Boy, rotator you, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a bruise. So <clears throat> the reason they took so long to do an MRI, or MRI, Jesus, is because they can't do an MRI with the swelling in the shoulder. It won't show anything. Um, but now we know. It's micro tears. It's more of like a strain. He says it can be four to six weeks. Um, He could play tomorrow. He could play in two weeks. He could play in three weeks. We don't know. The reason they won't numb it up, and he said this, is because he can't control the ball where he throws it, which makes a lot of sense. He can't feel his arm. Um, There's no ETA on his return. So that's the update with Deshaun Watson. But finally, we know what it actually is. Um, you have anything on that? (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, I wish they would have the Colts would have been smart with Andrew Luck because that was like a 15 20 year QB um, feature, you know, potential goat. That's my dog, biggest Andrew Luck fan, you know, outside of being a Colts fan. Um, love that guy, love that man, so salty that he left for good reason because. This team obviously didn't give a fuck about him. So I think coupled with the Andrew Luck thing and then seeing uh, what happened to Cam Dune, I think that this is the right route for the Colts. Um, This is your long-term guy. You guys weren't really going to be anything anyway um, for this season. Uh, You got the Jonathan Taylor contract locked down. Um, You got wide receivers. Um, So it's best to take care of your quarterback. And you'll get, you know, higher draft capital because you guys will be bad. So use it on our linemen or get Brock Bowers. I think the Colts would be fine. Uh this does Ooh, tank Brock Bowers would be spicy for the mm-hmm. Colts. This does tank uh Reed's Colts prediction for division winners. It does uh, unless the Colts have the opportunity to do something hilarious.
1: <laughs> That'd be funny as fuck. I will say the Colts aren't winning the division without Anthony Richardson. <laughs> um, but it was fun while it lasted, mm-hmm. and I can always say they were on pace to win it because they were leading the division with Anthony Richardson starting. So I uh, I was also – I said Steichen and him would win. Coach of the year, rookie of the year, but that's probably not going to happen anymore. So no, yeah, it is what it is. But
0: I do think they have their guy, and – uh, Reed was right. He said that he was gonna he was gonna do better uh, in the NFL, uh, given his poor college completion percentage. Uh, I think he did fantastic in the NFL to be able to be leading the division, uh, albeit a trash division, but be leading the division still. Um, competitive division. Their coaching hire was amazing. Big fan. Um, Deshaun Watson, you know, obviously I'm not a big fan of Deshaun Watson, especially because he's on the Browns. Clemson guy, beat my 2016 amazing defense. So I don't have a lot of love for Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't, you know, it's, I don't know if I like his personality attitude right now with like the whole media handling you know i'm not a big fan of the media but still like it's not you gotta still be a grown-up um so i don't know if he's letting the noise get to him or what's going on because you don't you you know you don't want people to see that about you especially in the AFC north especially cleveland beat writers and um Media personnel, they are, you know, they're not fucking New York, but Cleveland's still fucking nasty.
1: God, our people so, are disgusting.
0: Especially fans, like, it is nasty in Cleveland, bro. Which is funny because I don't know where this entitlement came from. But, anyways, it's nasty over there. So, you definitely need to have a thick skin if you're going to be the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Um, so, you know, hopefully, mix it out. Alive. Yeah. I I still don't... You know, I don't want anybody to... You know, unless you're paying piss poor. I don't want anybody to get fired or lose their job and... But stuff like that, is that on his throwing shoulder?
1: The reason... Okay, so... He's not going to play unless he can drive the football. That's what they keep saying. So... There's a pain, like I said a few weeks ago, there's a pain threshold. He can play through pain, but, and he even said that today, he can play through pain, he just doesn't think he can get the ball where he needs it to go. So, as of right now, he could come back literally Sunday, so we have no idea.
0: And I don't think he's going to play.
1: I don't either. I don't think he'll play this week. I think he will go to Seattle and play in that game though. Yeah, it's always a touch and go with like soft
0: tissues and inner, inner um, tears and strains. Because you can do one thing, you can do one thing and fuck it up. You can get hit one way, you know, and a defense lineman can land on you.
1: Yeah, I mean, like with, it's it, it could be as as simple as opening a car door too fast for a strain. So, I mean, there's it's easily you can easily set it back from where it was progressing, per se. <clears throat> um, the last bit we have is Mecole Hardman just re-signed with the Chiefs. Not really shocking there. Julio Jones signed a one-year deal with the Eagles. That one kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, he said he's about his business,
0: number 80. Uh, I don't 81, really... right? No, I think it's just 80. Oh. Um, I you know I don't really know what he's going to do over there per se. <laughs> I mean they have already a better version of him as of right now. As of right now, because Julio Jones is fucking 50 years old. I'm not seeing AJ Brown as better than Julio Jones' career. Julio Jones is one of my favorite wide receivers ever. Um I have him in my top 10 of wide receivers ever. Like Julio Jones is a fucking phenomenal as my guy but he you know i haven't seen any workout videos and tape of julio recently and you know i'm all about the recency what have you done for me lately and we'll, we'll get to see we'll get to see how he goes with the play calls and what they learn he's a good you know regardless of if he loses speed or athleticism he's a great possession guy always had great hands so uh I think he'll be fine. Uh, Nicole Hardman, again, which I, Miko Hardman's better than MVS, but I mean, they're two speedy guys. Um, I think that this is better for the Chiefs because Nicole already knows the plays, and he already knows, like, the Patrick Mahomes ad lives always keep running. So it'll be interesting to see the fantasy aspect if, if people are going to take the leap and grab Nicole and watch him have, like, fucking two tutties eighty yards like first pop with the every four the Chiefs. Weeks. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think it'll be good for the Chiefs. Someone familiar wide receiver again. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't really have much They're not really moving signing. me. Yeah. Neither signing really makes me Holy hell, like oh my God. They're gonna get <laughs> so much better. It is what it is. They both needed some depth I guess at wide receiver so I guess good for both teams. Shall we move on to tank or no tank? Yeah, let's get it. Uh, we were going to do this last week, but I wanted to wait because there were some matchups between the two teams. Um, I think we're going to cover five teams. Mm-hmm. Two teams that we're leaving out that are obviously um, – Well, I guess the Cardinals are more interesting now. We were going to leave out the Panthers and Cardinals. The Panthers obviously are the worst team in the NFL. They're going to be at the bottom anyway. I don't think they're trying to tank. I just don't think they're good enough to actually win enough games. Um, Cardinals, they have the most draft capital in the league with 10 draft picks. They have two first-round picks, which is solid, (laughs) and three third-round picks. With Kyler Murray coming back, They might lose a a step in the top five race, but I think they'll be fine because they do have two first-round picks. So we're going to leave both those teams out. Um, So this is tank or no tank. I'm going to give you a team, and you're going to say if you think they should tank the season or continue to try to win. Um, I think the most – I'm going to go least interesting to most interesting from my perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Least interesting To me Is actually The Vikings Do you think they should tank Or not tank On the season
2: Man Do I think they should tank
0: Or not tank I think the Vikings should tank
1: Okay Actually So they Let me I'll tell you the draft picks Dude they have six total draft picks no third-round pick. They do have a first and a second. Yeah, they should tank. So they, they really they don't have tank. much draft capital. So they're going to have to make some moves in the trade deadline, in my opinion.
0: I think they should tank. Uh, like you said, they don't have a lot of draft capital. So I'd rather the draft capital I have, I'd rather be at the top um, to be able to get people, yeah, you're going to have to make some trades. I see them. Unfortunately, I do see them training um, Daniel Hunter, uh he is tied for leading in sacks. So uh, there's definitely a team trade candidate for him. I know uh, there's definitely a team that needs that kind of uh player personnel on their team. Uh especially ones that are fine for like deep in the playoffs, right? Come to the Browns. No. So anyways <laughs> we're not even gonna entertain that. Anyways, um Yeah, I think the Vikings should tank now, the tricky thing is how much left do you think Kirk Cousins has in the tank, uh, regardless of this team's shortcomings. I don't think it's been on Kirk. Kirk has been doing well. Um,
1: That's been his whole career.
0: Yeah, so people trying you, to cap on me. There's enough there's enough QBs in the draft to draft the QB and have him sit and then to draft the QB and trade Kirk. Like the QB class is insane. Um you can also shore up your offensive line to, because you have a statue back there um to get the Penn State lineman or uh, which I mean you don't really need I mean it's hard to say you're not really needing a generational player, but like you don't really need to be vying for Marvin Harrison unless you're gonna trade Justin Jefferson. So which I don't think I don't think you should do that anyway, regardless of how good Marvin Harrison has been. Jeddes is the second best wide receiver. Um yeah. right now. So that would be tough training. So,
1: them, unless you get a haul. I guess the I guess the Vikings aren't interesting in this category because I think they can get some draft capital back. To me, their draft picks aren't enough for me to be like, Oh yeah, we should definitely tank. You know what I mean? But I think with Kirk Cousins, I think a lot of teams would take him at QB. Mm -hmm. And I think you can get some draft capital back for that. Um,
2: Yeah, I don't... Man, it's really tough. Because, like, truly the defense is the biggest issue for the Vikings.
1: But... You probably you only have two more years on this contract, so I think they should probably tank and trade away Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. The hardest part is finding a suitor that will pay that money for Kirk. He's only thirty five, so you can probably get about three to four, maybe five more years of Kirk being like a solid QB. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't have an issue with them tanking. I want to preface that we know no teams actually tank in the NFL. (laughs) <laughs> we are well aware of that. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah. Um But yeah, I think they have some work to do before they get to that point where they can tank. They need to start moving some pieces around and get more draft capital for sure. And like you said, this QB class is great. This is the perfect year to actually tank and gain that draft capital back so you can get your QB of the future. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the Giants. Rough start. They were a playoff team last year. They're starting one and five this year, right? They've only won one game.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they have seven draft picks. Not much better than the Vikings, but they have a pick in every single round.
3: Um. Yeah, if I'm the
0: Giants, yeah, I'm tanking, bro. Just seeing, <laughs> seeing, and you know, I'm gonna use my quote. Seeing the Giants play football, you getting people fired, dog. Like, <laughs> I think before, I think Brian Dable might have a fucking heart attack before they finish the season. Every we, week, dude, he, he is as red as a tomato. Every single week, bro, and it's so unfortunate because he is an amazing coach. I think he is still a top seven coach in this league. I'm a huge fan for obvious reasons, but still, you know, top you can seven see coach it. is crazy. You can see it. You brought Daniel Jones to the playoffs. UEC, see Josh Allen after losing Brian. Like, like he he's amazing. So you need to get him. A quarterback that is actually a quarterback um Payne, daniel jones i do not think that was on him obviously i think that was upper management and there's just which is going to be the death of teams is upper management having too much pride and not having humility and not realizing your mistakes um uh, and being being like, no, we drafted this guy, he's gonna pan out, and if he doesn't, then it's the coaches, we're gonna give him money. Like you're only fucking yourself over in that. So you need to learn to let go of people. I'm talking to you, Pittsburgh. You need to learn to let go of people. I better not see the same motherfuckers next year. <laughs> um But I do think the Giants should tank um they have draft capital. Um they need to fill in some of the holes of this team at quarterback, um, I don't know. I have to. We'll have to do research later on in the draft to see if there's any right tackles available. Because Evan Neal needs to be go ahead and get some podcast equipment out. I think I think it's time, buddy. Unless you be a backup, um, but yeah, Giants should take.
1: Yeah, I'm. Man, that's a tough situation because you just paid your QB. You just did, but you got you to gotta realize it, bro. Another three years, though, like, oof. I'm making the
0: call. Michael Penix, you are a New York Giant. Man,
2: that is super tough.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, you, you saw his face after that Tyron Taylor switched to the run. Brian DeBoole might have passed
1: out. I don't he was gonna get ready to stab somebody in that. I'm area. gonna say they don't necessarily need a tank, but they better be damn good at drafting um linemen in the later rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. They need to find one, they need to find They need a tank eight. for Marvin. Well, yeah. One, they need to find a viable receiver. And honestly, they might not even have to tank. They're trying their ass off, and they're still losing games. <laughs> so I think they might end up in the top ten pick anyway, and this is a pretty good receiver draft to begin with. <laughs> but I'm going to say overall, no, they don't need to tank. Um, I think they just signed the wrong QB, and that's their own fucking fault.
0: I mean, these motherfuckers gave Kenny Galladay the bag at the
1: yeah. They don't really know what's this going shit on. It is
0: comical, bro.
1: All right, let's go to the Patriots. Should the Patriots No, oh, the
0: tank, bro. It's ov. It's already yeah. reports, already game reports that Robert Kraft would rather lose more than win more. Everybody's done. Nobody is ready. For, everybody's done. This Drake May, you are a Patriot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are a
1: patriot, dog. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think this would be a prime opportunity. They have seven draft picks. They don't have a second-round pick. But Bill Belichick's not known for making the right picks on offense. But if you make it easy enough for him where it's like a top-five pick, they should be okay, right? You would think. Could be. So this be. this is a perfect opportunity to take. We did like, watch a team think. pick Mitchell Trubisky, so – you can't fuck it up in the first three picks, right? We like did watch they're... team draft Sam Donald. Like, like we did watch a tra- team trade up for Trey Lance. That's true. I guess you can never be two.
0: Even layups can get fucking folded, bruh, by pride. Yeah, But there's yeah. no way. There's no way I think out of, there's like ten, probably, quarterbacks coming in. I think fucking four of them are fucking home runners. I'm a big fan of Caitlin, big fan of Drake, big fan of Michael Penix. Uh I wasn't too familiar with his game. Reed showed me. This man is a fucking baller. He's a baller. Um Jerry's still out to me on Bo Nicks, but I think he's serviceable. But you don't want to draft Bo Nix, so you're just drafting another Mac Jones. Um, but more athletic. Um So yeah, I think the fucking Patriots need to tank whether you're getting Marvin and then tank again for a quarterback or Tank in for Drake May. Uh, this shit is over. Your fans have already embraced it, so, you know, who, who are
1: you to tell the fans? Might as well. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Broncos. Now, they oh, have God. the worst draft capital out of this bunch. They have six draft picks and no second-round pick. But we've already seen... Sean Payton moved pieces around. They got rid of Randy Gregory. They're get, they're, they they're have, uh, what's his name, the left tackle up. Garrett Bowles. Bowles. Yeah, Garrett Bowles. I think Sean Payton's kind of prepping for it. Everyone's on the trade block. He wants to get his own guys in there. I think he wants to get as much draft capital as, poss- as he possibly can, and I think he's ready. For, he's embracing the losses at this point. <laughs> Obviously, Sean Payne doesn't want to lose. But. Man. I don't know
0: about that. That man was losing hell in the Saints.
2: Was he? Pre and post Drew. Well. They were still like a hard out. Like a tough out. You know what I mean? Man, they still lost. True. The Broncos shoot tank. Everybody's on sale, including
0: number three. Everybody's on sale, bro. Oh, huh, Your boy. Yeah, Your yeah, a- my boys. Yeah, my boys on sale. Um, that's big of you to say that. I know, bro. He's he's been selling me in the win category. In the win category, he's been selling me. Um, he's he's just a meme now, bro. He's just a meme. Like, literally against the Jets, only Russ. Just tackle, get the ball knocked out of his hand. Scooped, score for a touchdown.
1: It's just a meme. It's just a meme. I think he's played well this year, to be honest with you.
0: No, yeah, but when you need him, like, that, of course that happens. Like, (laughs) that's all people see. So he's just a fucking meme. Um, Yeah, I think everybody's on the block the most realistic i do think that gets traded is uh jerry judy i think jerry judy will get traded um within this week or next week before the deadline um obviously you want to haul for patrick Sertain. i wouldn't want to trade him he's one of the only good things about this team i'm a huge ps2 fan um so but everybody else everybody else is definitely on the block i would tank if i'm the Broncos. Uh, Now, the tricky thing about tanking with the Broncos is what do you get? Like, you could get Brock. You could get uh, Penn State left tackle. You
1: could get Marvin.
0: You could get a QB.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, to me, they need a full rebuild. It's not that easy. They need to trade out every viable piece possible to get draft capital. And then so they need say to get a rebuild. You mean a new QB? Well, I, I'm not hundred percent out on Russell Wilson. Like they have a QB and that's, that's the good thing about the Broncos is you don't have to look for a QB. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they can build around that. You get a few young pieces and important positions that hit, you'll be okay. Just like how the Seahawks did it last year.
2: Uh, let's go to,
1: I think, the most interesting of this mm. the Bears. Okay. The Bears have eight draft picks and two first-round picks. They're currently sitting at the one and two spot in the draft.
2: Do you just say, fuck it? Um. Uh... Here's the tough thing. Just right when Justin Fields was doing something, gets fucking injured. Yep.
0: So, if I'm the Bears, and the first thing, and what I talked about earlier with the Giants, the first thing is going to the media, going to the cameras, going on the mic, I need you on the camera, I need your GM on the camera right now, And you tell me, you, last season, you had rocks for brains. I need you to tell me that. (coughs) I need you to tell me you were doing crack backstage before you made these decisions. Because humility is the first thing y'all need to do. And when you do that, it'll make it so much easier to you and your fans on fixing it. Because you should tank.
2: I'm a Justin Fields believer. I still am. I've seen enough. Uh, it's time for a quarterback, bro.
0: <laughs> unless you unless you can get either quarterback, obviously Marvin. I mean Marvin DJ would be lit. Either quarterback Marvin or uh a line. This is kind of like a full rebuild on the offensive side. Um I, I I'm I don't the defense is bad but like there's there's pieces i mean obviously they're still missing eddie eddie's hurt i think he's gone for the year um but he's only getting older uh, you did just give bags to your linebackers um the d line they're all right i mean when they get after it, they can get after it but i think i i think you need a new fucking coach that's number one number two yeah i think you do need a tank so you can continue to get your capital higher it it will make it doesn't seem like it but it will make a loads of difference for you to have um pick 33 over pick 36 you know what i mean it'll make a huge difference this this draft is deep there's a lot of good players and you don't want to have to trade assets or trade other picks when you already can have that higher pick. So I do think that Bears need to embrace the tank. Um, their fans are already on it again, as well as the Patriots fans. They're already on the tank, they want a tank. So it just, it just depends on the humility of the GM and be like, all right, you know, we fucked up. We're starting with a new quarterback, new team, blah,
1: blah. I think them and the Patriots are the two obvious choices here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Bears are sitting at the number one pick and the number two pick. When have we ever seen that? Yeah. They could get a QB and get Marvin Harrison. It would be the best of both worlds. Um, I'm done with Justin Fields. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's shown so, you enough. It's, the, it's like, a, like I think he's explosive and like he could be good, but three years and you are what your record is. You know what I mean?
2: It is yeah. what it is.
1: They tried it for three years. It hasn't worked. I know he got injured last week. It's unfortunate when he was starting to actually do decent. Um, But that's the NFL. It's unforgiving. And I think the Bears definitely need to embrace it with how many draft picks they have and having the number one and number two spots so far. I think they mm-hmm. are a obvious choice to take.
0: yeah this is this is what's the killer for a lot of quarterbacks if you if you are already not a great reader of the field being put with a with a team that is isn't offensive driven or offensive cater to you um is not is not going to help you in the long run now if justin fields would have went to like the lions the 49ers you know someone the uh the Eagles before um Jalen Hurts. I think he would have been um more successful than he is now with the Bears that have a defensive minded head coach and their defensive minded head coach sucks. And then just the offense just isn't really good enough to overcome or to teach him. Cause you know in college, if you're a generational in college, you can get away with and we're seeing that now with um, how teams game plan against caleb williams you can you can see like for some of these for some of these players they just don't really care about the processing because they're so good at football on the college level so once you if you don't learn from your mistakes and you don't realize you need to be in the field room you need to process these things and you don't have any driving force to tell you or help you with that then you're cooked and it's only going to cost you your job yeah. So I think he'll he'll find a job somewhere else. You know he he'll be a backup somewhere else, or you know he could be a starter somewhere else. He just needs um, he needs to work on his game, and then he needs a coach that can um, help facilitate um, his game better than the Bears. It's just unfortunate he got drafted by the Bears, little bro.
2: Yeah, I don't disagree.
0: And if they get Caleb, we're probably going to have the same conversation. (laughs) Unless they get, like, Ben Johnson
3: or something.
2: Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, that was tank
1: or no tank. Did you have some?
0: Yeah, I'm going to, so that was tank or no tank. Um, And now we're going to, before our picks, I'm going to read. um, I'm going to read, read. Some hot takes or some statements. Uh, some true or false statements. So I need true or false. There's six oh, statements. God. There's six statements. We'll go through them pretty quick. It's not really a, 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 a brain teaser kind of statements. For statement number one, this one is specifically driven for Reed. The Browns have the best defense in the league.
1: True. True or false. True. 100% true. And why is this? It's not close at all right now, statistically. EPA-wise, number one. Total yards, number one. Points allowed, I think, number one. Um, Conversion rate is at an all-time low for every team, but I'm pretty sure the Browns in conversion rate are above every other team by at least 20 to 30%. It is actually kind of ridiculous. They're like the best... Defense statistically since 1999, which says a lot for an offensive league or offensive-minded league. Currently, how the how the last like five years have gone in the NFL. But yeah, Um, I think they're definitely the number one team. All it took
0: was a was a coaching switch.
1: Yeah, literally all it took was a few free agency pickups and a D coordinator that utilizes the talent on that defense. So yes, I agree. True. All right, number two. Jared Goff needs to be seriously
2: talked about as an MVP candidate. I want to say true. Oh, um,
0: give him some lines, love.
1: Yeah, but I've always been a Goff fan. I've been a Goff fan ever since he got drafted. People shit on him. He's always been good. Um, It's, it's just funny how it how you're viewed as a QB in a way because like McVay saw almost like what he was and what his potential was um and it takes a lot of balls to be like yeah we're shipping you off you know what i mean yeah they drafted him what number 1 number 2 was he number 1 he might have been number 1 i think he was number 1 The first overall draft pick. And he shipped him off in like four years. That says a lot about what McVeigh is. I always thought Goff was good. He's a great system QB. Um, He processes things well. His arm is a fucking cannon. People don't talk about his arm, but he has very good arm strength. But he's, I mean, it's, it's just like Purdy, though. It's like... The Lions right now have played one of the easiest schedules in football, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They, they played no relevant defenses besides the Chiefs. Um, uh, the Buccaneers' defense was pretty good. So they played the stretch of Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Buccaneers. How serious can we like consider them? You know what I mean? I don't want to shit on the Lions. Goff has done great. He's, I think, thirteen and four in his last seventeen games, right? mm Hmm. <sighs> I would, I'm okay with considering him as an MVP, an MVP candidate as of now. I think that will. No, he might be in the race of, I mean, their schedule's super weak, so I mean, he could be there the end. He could be in the conversation the entire time. I'm just gonna say true on that. Mm-hmm.
3: Um.
2: Number three,
0: the MVP specifically this year, the MVP should be a non QB this year. Uh, uh, false.
2: I mean, I think I think the MVP should always be the QB.
0: Not given the the rise of Tyreek Hill. I mean, if Tyreek Hill smashes this wide receiver record, are you giving the
2: MVP to Tua? Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, he's on pace to smash this shit, bro.
1: I mean, it's just hard. 2,000 yards. It's just hard to give it to someone that doesn't necessarily touch the ball every single possession. You know what I mean? I mean, six games in, 814 yards. No, I mean, he's that obviously... Is I mean, you can make an argument that he's maybe the the most valuable non QB in the league. Tyreek's the only exception here. I'll accept him being in the MVP race, but when it comes down to winning football games, it's most likely the QB that's going to win it for you, not mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. I
0: mean, I heard because um, St- Stephen, I was talking about Tyreek, and he was saying like, at the like, if you have, it's crazy that Tyreek, you know, put up with like. Terrell Owens, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. A lot of people are picking, and I I have no issue with this, a lot of people are picking Tyree Kill over all of them to be on your team because of the catchability of giving this man a five-yard out and to him to take it to the house, and you wouldn't be surprised. He's absolutely insane. I'll never forget that going into the half. Remember that going into the half play? uh against the Cowboys when Patrick Mullins dunted the Tyreek and he just did like a zig zigzag here and just just went through all of the defense to score. I was like that that probably is the most insane play that I've seen in a long time. Like I was like, this dude is unstoppable. I yeah, do think I mean, if he does break the record, I think that that is like the driving factors for a lot of the awards. So I do think if he does break the record they're probably gonna give him the MVP. And I don't know when the last time a non QB has won the MVP.
3: Yeah, you're not wrong.
2: All right, number four. I might have been I might have been speaking of my emotions on this one. Number four. Is Sean Payton overrated? No, I don't
1: think he's overrated. False. I I said this at the beginning, the preseason episode. I've said this the entire podcast. I think Sean Payton doesn't have any of the pieces he wants. And they're a lackluster team because of depth. So I really think I I said they're not going to be anything important this year because he has to figure out the guys that he wants to keep, the guys he wants to get rid of, and then get his own guys through the draft process. It's going to take like two to three years. They signed him for the long haul, so they know, too, in my opinion, that Mm -hmm. it's going to take a few years. So I'm going to say false.
0: Number five, we will see Aaron Rodgers play football in the regular
1: season. Oh, man. (laughs) Everything from what I've been seeing, I want to say true, and from what I've been hearing, if it was truly an Achilles tear, this would be a false answer. But I'm starting to think he never tore his Achilles,
0: which is crazy because we all saw that pop.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what to think of it. I it's starting to. Th- I'm gonna say true, and he will play it like late in the season if they get to the postseason. It's gonna be postseason. I don't think he comes back for the regular season. But if they make the playoffs, do you even play him? I don't know. Like, say Zach Wilson has been like. Above average? Do you even put him in? Because he's not played the entire year.
2: He could come in and throw three interceptions and be ass.
0: It's and and you don't want to your ancient of a quarterback to get hurt in the postseason because that's only going to go into the regular season for
3: next year. This, this
2: shit
0: is a. Uh... Shit's tough, man. But the, like the videos, bro. That's where I'm like, did he really pull his shit? Because the videos of him, like throwing the ball around, walking around without the crutches, like it's insane. Seeing him, and I mean, I'm not acting like he's a hundred percent. But even just going out there and throwing the football, walking without crutches is still fucking insane. Yeah, I agree. That's why I don't think he tore his Achilles. <laughs> at the last one, uh, this is a specific one. Uh, I looked at the teams. So the only viable ones right now are the Titans and Bengals. A team in last place in the division right now will take the division by the end of the season.
1: So it's only between the Titans and the Bengals?
0: Those are the, I mean, you can look at the rest of them in last place, but it's bad. Uh, I'm gonna say false. Ooh,
1: I do not think. Like I said earlier in the in this episode, I don't think the Bengals will have it in them to overcome. Only three and three. Everybody else is three and two, and Ravens are four and two. Yeah, I mean they're three and three. Um, I think in division, the Bengals really haven't been that great. And what has gotten them to the point of winning the division is the out of division games, but. So far in the year, the Browns, the Steelers. Well, actually, they, the Steelers, are they the Steelers, over? Uh, the Bengals in the division. Yeah, they lost to the Ravens and the Browns. Um, <clears throat> so this is this is how the division works. Is your division record doesn't matter as long as you beat out the other teams in record overall, but. Mm-hmm. The way the Bengals have won the division the last few years is the Browns and Ravens haven't be, been able, or the Steelers haven't been able to win the out-of-division games to keep the record the same with the Bengals. Mm-hmm. If the last two years, those three teams were able to tie the record with the Bengals, say they won all won 10 games, the Bengals would be third or fourth in the division the last two years because. They have a losing record in the AFC North. So, barring any injuries for the Browns, Steelers, or the Ravens, I don't think they have it in them to win the division at all. I think the Browns, Ravens have done better out of division than they have the last four years. Lamar is healthy. The Browns aren't choking games away besides the Steelers, but that was in division. but i just i don't think they have it in them to be honest with you now the titans they could fucking come out of nowhere for absolutely no reason but i think their offense is so atrocious i think the jaguars and the texans are better than them
3: <laughs>
1: so i don't think they have
2: a
3: chance so, yeah. you know. <laughs> not, 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 no, I'm not I'm buying not, in on either no. of
1: them to come back and win the division this year. I'm not. Damn. Out
2: on both? Yeah. Out on both. That was
0: our uh, six hot takes. Said
3: uh,
0: true on two of them, true on the first two. The Browns do have the best defense in the league, and Jared Goff needs to be in the MVP talks. False on the MVP should not be a a non-QB this year, and that Sean Payne is overrated. And a uh, reluctant true. What was it true for A-Rod? Being able to play in the regular season? Yep. True, a reluctant true. Uh, A shocking true. If that happens, that's crazy. And then false. Thinking the Titans and Bengals are just down too much and will not be able to come back. I thought you were going to give me a true for the Bengals. You know, any given Sunday.
1: See it this week or this year. I know. Let's go ahead and get into our picks. Um, We actually uh, went eight and seven. I counted wrong on the. Oh god. Ain't no way we
0: ended up positive in that fuck thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we god. so there was 15 games I was missing a game for some reason. I didn't put the Raiders and Rams in my spreadsheet. Our Raiders and who the fuck did they play? The Patriots.
0: The Patriots.
1: I must have just deleted that game from my uh, from Think everybody
0: it deleted thing. that shit <laughs> from their fucking brains.
1: But yeah, both of us went 8 and 7 out of the 15 games that we saw. It was um, looking fucking ass. Yeah, originally mm-hmm. I had it at like fucking six and seven or something, but I had a few games that wasn't even counting, so So eight and seven. On to this week. Um a little bit of a rough stretch for both of us. Uh but we're gonna turn it around this week. I I feel it in my bones. Um the Thursday night game. Oh, man, I hate this matchup. The Jaguars at the Saints. The Saints are favored by one point. How do you feel about that? The Saints are favored?
3: Yeah. Oh, because
0: it's at the Saints.
1: Yeah, but still. Oh, oh, well, I guess Trevor Lawrence is hurt. We didn't talk about that in the headlines. Um, oh, yeah, I do remember that. We don't know if he's going to play, so picking on a Wednesday kind of sucks, so. yeah. Uh... You know, I'm going to go out
0: on a limb and say the Saints win. I'm also picking the Saints. We picked um, them against
1: the Texans, and they choked away. But yeah.
0: Fine. We're here. I, I do think even if Trevor plays, then he's going to be a statue if he plays. So uh-huh. I do think the Saints are going to get the dub on this one.
1: It's kind of scary picking on Wednesdays because we're having the podcast on Wednesdays because a lot of the injury designations don't even come out till mm-hmm. Friday. So. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I guess we're going Saints at home on that one. Hopefully, Trevor doesn't play for our pick's sake. Let's go to the first 1 o'clock game, the Raiders at the Bears. Now, this is a game that is going to be ugly, super ugly. Jimmy G also got hurt. You know what the spread in this game is? What? The the Raiders are three-point favorites on the road.
2: Oh, well... Justin Fields isn't playing.
1: Justin Fields is not playing and Jimmy G is not playing or he might not be playing. I'm going to go the Raiders. are going go the Raiders as well. i to start four and three
0: I've seen enough after uh, watching that Tyler dude go out there in the field that man is poop. Why watch me eat these words though if he has like a, if he has like a Wait, who game, is it? Game, it's like guy? it's Tyler or something would it be um i will clip this yeah fucking me tyson my bad tyson bagnet, bagnet no tyson bagnet from shepherd that is the college he came from shepherd <laughs> all
1: right let's go to the browns at the colts the browns are two and a half point favorites even without deshaun starting Oh man, this this would be the game y'all fucking fold to bro. 100%. I'm picking the Browns. I think our defense would just be too much for Gardner Minshew.
2: dude, I wanna pick y'all too,
0: bro. But I can see the Colts. <laughs> it it would just it would just be just Browns fashion. It would. Just the percent. Win, win the biggest game of the season. And then fucking loose the Colts. And then we just have a discourse of, oh, it's the Browns.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past the, the Browns.
0: The Browns or Browning. Um yep. Browns fans, I'm gonna roll
1: with y'all.
0: I'm, oh, shit. The Browns, I'm gonna roll with y'all. I gave y'all gratification. This is the only gratification, <laughs> extra gratification you'll get from me.
1: Yeah, this was uh this is what I was telling my dad was that Stefanski has been great about getting big wins. Like, he has a couple big wins at the Browns. Mm-hmm. But he has never been able to string together wins. And I think this is a big game in the Stefanski era. We need to build some momentum with this. So, hopefully they can win. Um, Let's go to the Bills at the Patriots. The Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm picking the Bills. Yeah, I'm I picking can, the Bills. I mean, I there's cannot... not... really.
0: There's not really James. much else to fucking talk about it. I'm picking the Bills. Mac Jones is going to be in hell. I feel very bad for him.
1: It's just a fall from grace here. Um, let's go to the Commanders at the Giants. Washington is two and a half point favorites on the road.
0: Uh, I'm going to Commanders. Uh, I have... I uh, Do you think it will be a hard play game? Uh, the Giants defense still plays you hard, even with the lackluster um, QB play. I don't know if... Daniel Jones will be back or if they're running out with Tyrod again. Um, I do have Sam Howell on my fantasy team. Um, regardless of the, the commander's record, um, he has been really good fantasy-wise. Um, they have weapons, so I think you'll be fine. something got to give,
1: right? This just, just feels like a Giants win right here.
0: <laughs> it does, bro. It um, it does.
1: I think me and you have struggled mightily with the Commanders and the Falcons. Those two teams we cannot get a grip on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the Commanders, but I really do think the Giants are going to win this game, and that's why I'm going the Commanders. Because <laughs> my gut feeling on this has not been right any I'm picking them against the Commanders or for them. Because this is just like the... just like when they played the Bears. The Bears were 0-4, or 0-3 or whatever, and the Commanders just got absolutely rolled. So it could be the same thing. Who knows if Daniel Jones is playing? This this next game pisses me off because every time I'm like, I'm definitely picking against the Falcons because they fucked us again. They're playing at the Buccaneers this week, and Tampa Bay is two-and-a-half-point favorites. It's like the Falcons always have the easiest schedule in football. Every game's a toss-up. Every game is a two-point spread.
2: Who's gonna win? Ah oh,
1: man, this feels like a must-win for the Buccaneers. Yeah, which is why they're gonna lose. I know.
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers. I do think. After uh, seeing the funniest thing about the game. And I'm sorry you missed it. You might have seen, like, it on Twitter. But seeing Arthur Smith's face after Ritter be throwing them picks, boy. He's about to have a heart attack, too. Yeah, I know. That's bad. But I do think the Buccaneers will be able to capitalize on uh, more mistakes from Desmond. I imagine they're going to take the ball out of his hands after the performance that he gave. So there's going to be a lot of runs. So uh, they're pretty good at run stopping. So I do think that the Bucks will be able to
1: get the dub. Yeah, I picked the Buccaneers in two big games this year against mm-hmm. the Lions and the Eagles, and they let me down. And then I let those two games decide my pick against the worst teams that they've played, and it's fucked me every time. So I'm going to go Buccaneers again and not let that Lions loss Make me pick against them. Because they are playing the Falcons. They should win this game. If they don't win this game, then we will never pick them again. I don't give a fuck who they're, <laughs> who they're playing. Um. All right. One of the better games of the week, because all those games were shit so far. Lions at the Ravens. The Ravens are three-point favorites. A Lions win would go a long way for the division. hmm I feel like I've been pretty good about the Ravens this year. The only time I missed them was the Steelers. Oh, man. The Lions I've picked against just for the hell of it, because I know you picked the Lions. And they are playing about as good as anybody in the league.
2: You know who I'm picking?
1: Yeah, you're picking the Lions. Yes, sir. Do I pick against them once again for the agenda reasons? You do what you got to do, dog. I mean, this is one of two games left on their schedule where they actually play a team with a winning record. So this will be the best defense they've faced so far. The best
2: QB they've faced since Mahomes. But their fucking receivers are ass. (laughs) And they'd love to choke games away. I'm gonna pick the Ravens
1: because I picked oh, them for the
2: man.
1: division. You um, just talked
0: about how they're they're ass.
1: Yeah, I know. They're they're gonna let me down, and I know they are. Um, you already you I, already know. You already yeah. feel it coming. They're gonna let me down because there's a lion's high right now that everyone's on. And God wants to keep going.
0: <laughs> are you on are you on that lion's high?
1: I'm not on that lion's high. They've played nobody, so I need them to start. If they beat the Ravens this week, I'll start respecting it because this is a good defense and a good team. Okay, okay. You um, hear that, Lions fans? You hear that? I'm, I will <laughs> fucking start respecting it. We'll see what Jared Goof can do against this, this Ravens crazy. Um, All right, Let's go to the first 4 o'clock game. The Steelers at the Rams. Rams are three-point favorites. This is another game where the Rams will choke this away, but I'm going to fucking pick them anyway. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick the Steelers. I can see a big TJ Watt
2: game because of the young O-line.
1: But I'm still picking the Rams because fuck y'all. <laughs> I picked the Browns. Yeah, I just I need y'all to lose. I need all the NFC teams to win. <laughs> As as you pick the Ravens and the I know. Steelers, I just don't have. I just don't have a good feeling about that game. The one time I pick the Lions, they're gonna fuck me. I know it. I absolutely know it. I think Man. I've been back and forth on the Lions. Actually, I didn't pick them week one. Uh, I did We both picked them week two. They lost. I didn't. The pick. Seahawks,
0: right? Was that the Seahawks game?
1: That was the Seahawks game.
0: They shouldn't have lost that game. This yeah. is tough, man. I can, I can see the Steelers winning, and I can also see the Rams putting 40 on us. Like, it's nasty. Especially play zone. It's raps. It's raps yeah. with play zone.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man. At the Rams, too, which doesn't matter because they have no fans.
1: Well, it matters for travel. But True. other than that...
0: Steelers fans are going to, it's going to be the Steelers about to take over the fans. Yeah, they will. A little nice trip to California.
3: I'm
0: going to pick the Steelers. I'm going to pick the Steelers. We had their bye week. Uh, There's been a lot of talks. We had a lot of talks with our uh, team and our coaches.
1: Oh, great. Najee and
0: Mason Cole (laughs) watched four hours of film and then brought what they learned to the coaches. And it's supposed to be implemented in the game plan uh This week, uh, I don't know why we're starting Dan Moore over Project or he's getting first team reps over Project. It's pissing me off. So we'll see. We'll see. Steelers dub. Steelers dub.
1: Let's go to the Cardinals at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are eight point favorites. I really want to pick the Cardinals. First.
0: I know, bro. I know, but you
1: know you can't. <sighs> if this was at the Cardinals, I'd pick them, but I'm going Seahawks since it's at home.
0: I'm going Seahawks as well. Good game to bounce back. It would be hilarious if Kyler played and beat the Seahawks. I think this will be the last game for Josh Dobbs in the season. So, let's go out with a Bane, man. Prove me wrong.
1: Yeah, I feel it. All right, let's go to the Packers at the Broncos. Green Bay is one-point favorites on the road. Mm. They had a rest, they had a bi-week
0: rest after the terrible game Jordan Love played.
1: Worst defense in the league.
0: Worst defense in the league. Instant fantasy
2: start for Jordan Love.
0: No, bro, you know what, bro, I'm picking the fucking Broncos. I'm going to pick the Broncos. I know that's unpopular opinion. But I do think the Packers can is are a beatable team, and I do think the Broncos can be the one to beat them.
1: Yeah, I'm picking the Broncos too. well
0: oh, I thought you're going. What happened to your Packers agenda? You had them winning the division.
1: Um. Yeah, the Go Packers. Well. The Packers have just been letting me down this season. Uh.
2: Yeah, I mean they've shown me nothing to make me pick the
3: Broncos
1: <laughs> Broncos are at home. I know they're zero three at home, but. Uh, I think the Broncos sneak a win here. For some
2: reason, I'm just feeling it. Just feeling it.
1: I'm um, here for it. Yeah, let's go to... So the next three games are pretty good, I think. Uh, let's go to the Chargers at the Chiefs. The 425 Ooh. game. Chiefs are 5.5 favorites. The I will not pick against Mahomes. I'm picking the Chiefs. Even though I think this game will be very competitive
0: this man has picked has picked Mahomes homes every single time um thank god this is a night game so dwc doesn't have to bet on this because you know we we we'd be hovering it'd be like that meme of that uh that superhero sweating and he's oh trying yeah to figure out what button to press on it'd be us doing that for over under this is screaming over if you didn't pay attention to the Chiefs, their defense has been fucking phenomenal. It's only forty eight over there. Um, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs as well. I do I can see them losing. But I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. I'll have to see how, how many snaps McCall gets. But uh, I do I do think it's gonna be a great game. Two top five quarterbacks. It should it should show up to be a great game.
1: All right, let's go to the Sunday night game. I don't know how you're going to pick this game. Dolphins at the Eagles. Two of his favorite Bama QBs facing off for the first time.
0: Bama QBs. one Eagles
1: are two and a half point favorites. Where's it at? At the Eagles. Okay.
0: Let me get to my monologue. Two Bama QBs. One overtook the other. In the natty to secure the dub, that will be tattooed on me at some point this year. Second and twenty-six, man.
2: Tua Tagovailoa
0: versus Jalen Hurts. This is a Bama fan's greatest accomplishment here. It'd only be so much better if they met in the Super Bowl. I would be winning if the Steelers didn't make it. Of course, you know. Still, still an option for the Steelers,
2: yeah. But I'm going, Dolphins. I'm
3: Whoa. going Dolphins.
0: Eagles have not shown me that they are serious on the back end. Pause <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, I think Tyreek Hill is gonna have like another 150 yard game, bro. <clears throat> they just cannot nobody can stop them and i don't think that the eagles pass defense can stop them unless they get to Tua, um, it's going to be raps i don't no nah, i do think it'll be um uh, like the dolphins will have to win with their passing i don't know how well they can run the ball on the eagles but i do think the dolphins will get the win
1: yeah i'm going to go eagles on this one mm. I, I agree with you. I think the Dolphins will have a big day throwing the football. I think the Eagles' D-line will make a difference in this game enough to get the win. I think Jalen Hurts has a bounce-back game. I am
0: going to say you were just talking trash about Jalen
1: Hurts. I was, but a lot of people have bounce-backs after they have a really bad week. So I don't think the Dolphins' defense is strong. Is Lane Johnson playing? I think he's hurt, isn't he? Yeah. That one's tough. Um, But, yeah, I like the Eagles to win this game for my Bills agenda for the division. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty, because you hate the Bills. Yeah, everything
2: is just weird this year. That was our picks. That was the last game.
1: No, it wasn't. I'm about to say what? Um, the last game. My bad. I already picked it because I know who I'm picking. The 49ers at the Vikings. Oh well, damn. 49ers are Can seven we, just, can we, on can the we road. flex
0: that? Can we can we put the the Dolphins and Eagles at the fucking? Is-
1: well, it's weird because I think the game will be pretty close. I just think the Vikings can't finish any games, and especially against good teams. So I think Purdy and the 49ers have a bounce back game. I think they'll win that.
0: Which is crazy because I think the 49ers are going to absolutely blow out the Vikings. Oh. oh. What is the spread?
1: Uh, seven and a half?
0: Yeah, I think I, I think they cover. Going to come in the Vikings. I just feel bad for the Vikings. The uh, 49ers get absolutely embarrassed in Cleveland. I think they're going to come back pissed. I think there's going to be some fights. I think Trey sh- Williams is going to fucking toss somebody. Um, It fucking should be. I think it's going to be a big... uh, Well, depending on who's out, I think it could be a big Kittle game. Um, I don't know if CMC's playing. I'd rather sit him for this game and let the other running backs work because, honestly, it is sweet. Unless it's Daniel Hunter, bright is sweet on that defense. So, I think the 49ers blow their ass out.
1: Blow their ass out.
0: Yeah, we just both picked the 49ers, and... That was our picks. Those picks will be posted tomorrow as well as the podcast before the Thursday night game. Um, for the people that are still up and awake, I always post the episode like right after we're done. So that's shit just posted at like 1 a.m. So for those late night listeners that uh, that like to listen to um, podcasts and stuff before they go to bed, that would be weird if somebody listened to us while they go to sleep. Our voices soothe them to sleep. Yeah. That'd be kind of creepy. Anyways, make sure that you you guys can always listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, as well as Amazon Music and everything else that we are on. Uh, Remember that you can always follow us and tweet at us and like our tweets, retweet our tweets, get some interactions on there, Uh, yell with me, yell at other people on Twitter, DWC2022. And on Instagram, Defense Wins Championships 2022. That was episode seven, week seven. Um, The NFL this season has been crazy. Defense do win championships, and it's been on defense for the first six weeks. We'll have to see if that continues or if the offense bounced back. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. And. We will see y'all next week to talk about the trade deadline. Let's get some big trades. Peace.